You guys still into tech? Uh, yeah. Not so much. I'm more into TV shows right now. And uh, like Lex, were you you were into were you into For All Mankind? I can't remember. I was. I liked it. As was okay. Dan, I believe. I yeah. did. Yeah. It starts up again Friday. Yes, that's correct. I believe. Are yeah. they going to be doing that one week at a time thing? They are. And, um, and I guess they they're they're also apparently doing a podcast. Speaking of podcasts, they're do, they've Apple has started a podcast about the show For All Mankind. Yeah, I, I heard a discussion on Upgrade between Jason Snell and Mike Hurley. <laughs> I'm not from. I'm not familiar with their work. Where they were like it's hosted on Art 19. I don't know why they would host it on Art 19, but uh, yeah. How about that? <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Okay. <laughs> I heard that discussion. I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I have uh, I have room for another show in my life right now, so I think that's good. That's good timing. Yeah, I I, I am looking forward to it. I enjoyed the first season a lot, uh, and I've I've heard good things about the second season so far. There have been some reviews and stuff, early reviews out there, uh, which sound very positive. And I think it's one of I mean that and Ted Lasso are like the Apple shows that I, I think I look forward to the most. I do want to see. I do want to get back to the morning show. I enjoyed the first season of the morning show, but it is. I don't know what's happening with that show. They had to like rewrite a bunch of it because of the coronavirus stuff. So I have yeah, no yeah. idea when a second season of that is showing up. Now somebody yeah. tries to accuse Steve Carell of harassing them, but he's like, I didn't get within six feet of them. And it's the whole thing. It's, <laughs> wah, it's, wah. it's just constant. It's just constant drum roll. You know, it just, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, it's, over it's over like it's, filmed in front of a live studio audience. It's yeah. yeah. It, they, well, they can't do they that. Though. They can't film it in front of a live studio audience. That's the problem. It's all canned. No, this, what's really right. sad and tragic is they record it in front of a dead studio audience. <laughs> it's too soon. <laughs> too soon, Lex. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> Lex doesn't care. He's he's got his vaccine. Do you want me to start the show again? <laughs> no, I love okay. the show. <laughs> All right, let me ask you this. What will get you to upgrade to iOS 14.5 faster than new emoji? Anything? Mm. Anything? I actually yes. did upgrade to the beta. Oh, look at you. Look at this guy. I, I wanted to, that sweet, sweet unlock. And then as soon as I finished the update, I was so excited. And I was like, all right, unlock my watch. Unlock for my watch. And then I was like, you have to update your watch too. And I was like, oh, of course. So then I had to put my watch in the beta. <laughs> but it does work. It's pretty great. Yeah, uh, it went... definitely prefers to use your face. Yep, and it checks for your face first. So, like, because I was trying to see, like, if I if I just unlocked my phone while not looking at it, would it go immediately to my watch? But it, it tries to find a face and only falls back to the watch, which is, I guess, totally sane. I got no problem with it. Yeah, I uh, I just went to the grocery store today, and it was really nice to be able to not like re-enter my passcode a million times while I was in the store. So I'm I'm pretty big on it. I think that was a great great update. Well, I'm going to the store tomorrow, so maybe so maybe it's time to update. Um, Yep. It it is a beta and I'm on the public beta, but uh it, it, they somehow lost all the new emojis they had added in the most which is what made me think of it. Uh they lost all the new emojis they had added in the previous iOS update. <laughs> like the grave is not currently in the 14.5 beta. Really? Or you can't search for it at the very <laughs> least. A, is this a theme with you today? What yeah, is, what was what, what was happening? <laughs> Are you okay? Is this a cry for help? Is everything all right? <laughs> I use the grave when I'm Nope, uh, you guys are not going to trap me. You're not going to. Okay, I use the grave when I'm texting with friends who use Peloton bikes and we do classes together and then we're dead afterwards. You send the grave. Fuck you. I have a Peloton bike and I talk about it all the time. But it's your fault. I wasn't going there. You brought it up. Unsubscribe. I use the grave. Are you happy now? Yeah, I feel better now. Okay. Song to all the right. tune of 
It's been a while. Uh, I had not noticed that because I do not use the grave because I'm a nice person. I have never once used the grave. I don't think I have either. It's true. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. That's a sentence I never thought that are I would actually Are those people say. actually your friends or are you... <laughs> Are you just sending them grave emojis? I don't know. <laughs> more, makes me more so than the people on this podcast. Apparently. That's true. <laughs> Never sends us the grave emoji. I'm going to send no. you guys the grave emoji all the time now. <laughs> Too bad it doesn't work on that beta. Um, <laughs> I'll do it from my back. Yeah, in case you can't. That's I did see. Uh, I will say pros and cons of the new emoji thing I saw. One, uh, I like that they've changed the, the syringe uh, emoji and is no longer dripping blood in, in the yeah. beta. Which uh, is a weird thing. Like, why did yeah. it have blood in it? To begin with, like, well, because the blood shouldn't be coming out of it, right? Like, you exactly, you're never right. or rarely, hopefully, rarely injecting other people with with <laughs> hopefully rarely, <laughs> but and also pointing out that it's much more useful as a vaccine emoji than when it's just a unless like, you're syringe. unless you're a venture capitalist and you have uh, mm, accumulated mm, the blood, blood boy, of, uh, young got a blood workers. boy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also on the downside, they replaced the generic headphones icon emoji with AirPods Max. <laughs> I think is on the one Always hand be closing very Apple, <laughs> yeah, but also kind of ridiculous. So <laughs> it's yeah, it's like all it's like all the Apple products in Ted Lasso. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a heart on fire emoji. I like that one. That looks. Cool. I like the bandaged heart, like the healing heart. Mm-hmm, that looks mm-hmm, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So lots of lots of new options there, which is cool. It's a new thing for you to send instead of the grave. Yeah. Exactly. Like I'm having a heart attack. This is my heart and band-aids. <laughs> that's and as we all know, that's how you fix a heart attack. That's how you fix a heart attack, because it's bleeding. Yeah. Put a band-aid on it. What? Like you you never had a scraped knee? Yeah. As they say, if you like it, then you should have put a band-aid on it. Mm-hmm. Nobody says that. I think they do. <laughs> You're not the Beyonce of me. <laughs> that's not a thing. <laughs> I don't know, but it might be a title. <laughs> I wrote it down. I noticed whenever we put people's names in the titles, those episodes do well. Like we have one title that had John Gruber's name in it, and that was like our most yeah. listened to episode ever. <laughs> so I assume putting Beyonce in the title yeah, right. will do will yeah. do even better than it's, that. I would hope so. I would hope so. Yeah. And you know, I bet she'll work our names into one of her new songs. That's my guess. We'll see, but that's my guess. It's only it's only equitable, I guess is my point. Yeah. There's three of I'm us. Sure. There's three of us. She <laughs> could even put us all in one song title and we'd be okay. <laughs> What if she just had a song, you know, with like a rebound, something about a rebound in it? If he oh, likes it, then you should have put a Dan on it. I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm no. workshopping. <laughs> it does not work. Beyonce, <laughs> you are not. <laughs> Dan, you have a uh, you have a Volkswagen, don't you? <laughs> this seems like a trap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just the the it's the uh, it's the CEO of Volkswagen said uh, is the latest. latest oh, is that the car fall, rumor du jour? To fall into the uh, the trap of suggesting that there's no way Apple can make a car, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Apple okay. can make okay. something in their market. <laughs> I am fascinated. the The latest round of car rumors, where people say they're working with Apple and then later deny they're working with Apple, is mm-hmm. it brings me intense joy. This week it was yeah. Nissan. Nissan yeah, had been so, rumored, and then Nissan was like, "No, we'd never do that. We don't want to be the Foxconn which, of cars." And we're which, like, "Which means, which means that they're totally talking with Apple." Of course, is anyone not? I guess, or alternatively, yeah. is anyone <laughs> really mm. not sure? Uh, yeah. It's a very weird story that seems to. I mean, if nothing else, Apple has clearly invented a perpetual motion machine <laughs> of car rumors, uh, which I assume runs on electricity. <laughs> So, so it seems like the idea would be that Apple would make the, like the control systems and design it, and then someone else would manufacture it. I guess. Guess. Which, I mean, I mean, it makes sense. And, and they're and they're, <laughs> they're trying to find people who don't have loose lips. 
<laughs> yeah, and the car and it industry. does not seem and it does not seem like it's Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah, I I mean we've talked about this before a bunch, but I still come down on the side of I cannot imagine Apple wants to bother like let's design wheels or something or like let's design yeah you know yeah. shocks. I mean they want they care about how it looks, but they don't. I don't think that, that famous they want Steve Jobs them. expression design is how it looks. I mean I don't know who who knows. I mean like they design their own chips. Eventually yeah. they they might get to the point eventually where they do that, but they don't need to start out there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm really trying to imagine now some Apple executive on stage being like, we designed our very own shock absorbers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can totally, but I could see, I could see a five minute oh, for sure. Apple video sure. where they talked about, regular where they cars. about the shock absorbers. But there's so many, there's so many parts is the thing. Like, that's the thing that blows me away. <laughs> Johnny Shrilogy talking about shock absorbers. Oh you my know God. those annoying little screw caps that go where you put the air in on your tires? We've invented a whole new way. <laughs> they slide on and off. Our tires are bricks. <laughs> <laughs> just like their phones after an ios update comes Ooh. out <laughs> is that topical or just sort of a dig <laughs> just a dig okay all right i'll allow <laughs> another rim shot we need... <laughs> i don't think the first one was earned i gotta be honest yeah <laughs> iphone 13 rumors uh including an always-on display i don't know do you want an always-on display on your phone maybe you can show the time at all times yeah yeah, yeah. that, that right. might be, be kind of cool Yes. Some certain stat. I love that five-hour battery. Why time. not? I mean, I like, I like it on my watch. Why wouldn't I like it on my phone, Dan? I don't know because you don't. I don't know. I don't know. You're weird. <laughs> Dan, do you have one of those? Uh, you have one of those watches yet that's always on? I don't remember. I do not. Okay. It, I mean, obviously for the watch, it's it's huge. It it makes yes. the watch a different, much better device. Yeah. For the phone, it's not something I need, but it's so you're living I, half a life, Dan. I envy on other people, but I can't tell because I can't. I don't know what time it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. It's time, I, to get, it's time to get a new watch. That's yeah. what <laughs> it, it definitely seems more compelling on the watch than the phone, I agree. But it does seem like, yeah, there's some value to that on the, on the, the phone. The thing that I was interested in is they, this is the perpetual rumor of the 120 hertz refresh rate screen on the iPhone 13, which has always seemed plausible to me since it exists on the iPad. I would imagine it's probably just a matter of scale. Because if you can make it on a screen as big as the iPad, I'm guessing you can make it on a screen as small as the iPhone. It's just a matter of, can you make enough for all the iPhones that you sell? Right. It's a lot of iPhones. It's a lot of iPhones. Yeah. You're not wrong. I feel, I feel like it's, uh, that would be a big deal. But Oh, really? I was going to say exactly the opposite. Like, or in terms of the, the screen being better. Like, are, are there anybody's eyes left who can tell? Oh, I know. I mean, I, I mean, always on. Not, always on. Not, Got it. Not yeah. the uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I not don't the, think the, not the screen quality. I, at this point, I don't. I would never. I personally would never. I think the <laughs> I might be able to notice if you gave me an iPhone with 120 and an iPhone with 60. But it, I go back and forth between sure. my iPhone and my iPad, and I don't. It never. I never out think about. Yeah. Oh boy, this one's better. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I don't. Agreed. I don't say. Oh my God, this picture is so much better on the iPad. I certainly don't do it in whatever accent that was. <laughs> the count, I believe. From yeah, the, yeah. Uh, from I believe you're a vampire. That's it correct. Was the count, yeah. I don't know why. The count, he's counting pixels is what he's doing. <laughs> Blah. Megahertz. 60 megahertz. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> also rumored are a stronger MagSafe magnet. Great. <laughs> what I, need, I need stronger magnets in my life. People with pacemakers really going to love that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's actually a concern. A matte back with a grippier, more comfortable feeling. I don't know if I buy that, but they've been so committed to the current backs, but I'm, yeah. who knows. And uh, an astrophotography feature, 
so like photo photo features based on you know like designed to help you take pictures of the night sky or something which could be cool i don't know i like I mean, astrophotography cool. looks I would cool like that yeah the night mode stuff that they've done is great i'll, I'll get i'll get that in like eight to ten years if, if if there's like a night with a great moon and you try to use your phone to take a picture of it what you get is a dot yeah it's and not so good yeah. if they can improve that then no it's by yeah. all means yeah, just it just adds a photoshopped moon to your picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they look at what the sky looks like in your area. And exactly. Do a digital Ooh, version. Of this it. is yeah. great. Yeah. Wow, the detail. Uh, you know who else has attention to detail? Sorry, keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah, one more, and then then we'll let you do your thing. The reintroduction, <laughs> the reintroduction of Touch ID uh, is still making the rounds. I I don't know. Uh, I feel like I could easily easily see them adding it again but at the same time feel like they also might decide that feels like going backwards i have no idea but nah. they did it with that ipad air button feels like right. i think yeah. you put in the same button put in the sleep yeah. button why not right right man i'd There's have more to, than one way to it doesn't i mean it will affect a lot of cases though yeah i was gonna say well you just have to have a cutout i mean that wouldn't be the end of the world i know but most of them don't mine doesn't yeah does it really for that but this would be you know if it's at all a new shape you need new no. cases anyway that's true if it's <laughs> Well, yeah, of course, but still. Should put a case on it. <laughs> I think this argument sucks. <laughs> yeah. Lex, you, you know what else you should put a case on? <laughs> What's that? My body? <laughs> yes. Oh, God, please. please do that. Please do that. <laughs> That's my skin, you guys. My skin is my body case. But when I want to protect my skin, I turn to my dear, dear friends at Indochino. This episode of The Rebound is, of course, brought to you by Indochino. Make every moment an opportunity to look your best. With Indochino, perfectly fitted custom clothes are more affordable than you might think, unless you're a regular listener of this podcast, in which case you already know how good Dan and I looked at Dan's wedding. I think everybody at Dan's wedding said the two most beautiful people here. Our Lex and Dan. <laughs> that, that sounds like a typical wedding comment. Who's that guy over there? He's clearly not wearing an Indochino suit. But, uh, but you know, there's times in your life where you have to dress up. Your wedding is one of them. Uh, maybe presenting uh, on stage, which is a thing that I have to do for work sometimes. You want to look good and feel good. And a, a custom-fitting suit helps you to feel confident, stylish, and might I add, sexy. <laughs> Indochino offers... I think that nobody wanted to hear me say that, but they got to hear it. Indochino <laughs> offers completely custom-fitted suits, coats, and casual wear at surprisingly affordable prices. Customize everything from the fabric and lining to the lapel shape and monogram. The choice is yours. And since your order is made to your exact measurements, each piece will fit you and your style perfectly. The best part, Indochino suits start at just $299 with all customizations included. Book a virtual appointment and shop online at Indochino.com. You don't even have to wear a mask. Right now, you'll get $30 off any purchase of $3.99 or more when you enter the code REBOUND to check out. That's $30 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com, promo code REBOUND. Our thanks to Indochino for their support of The Rebound and Dan Morin's wedding. I was very, <laughs> very appreciative of that. <laughs> yeah. They, they gave us those suits for free. <laughs> mm, they did not. Did they? they did not. <laughs> I was not aware of that. <laughs> I complained to Lex uh, over the weekend that I was having trouble with my Wemo switches because I know that Lex was a big fan of Wemo. And uh, <laughs> so, I, so you take you take your complaints to whoever is the biggest fan of the thing that you're complaining about. Yes, understood. I, I know how much you love smart home tech. Is what I'm saying, uh, um, John. <laughs> I don't take complaints to you because I know you have no sympathy whatsoever. 
So that would be self-destructive <laughs> of me. I am devoid of sympathy. Oh no, your smart home technology doesn't work because companies are spying on you. See, I know how you talk. No, no, no it's the count, remember? <laughs> oh, it was smart technology. It's a smart technology. Nope, that's just a little slightly Russian gangster. I don't know. Yep. I, uh, you, missed, bro. You, missed, you, you missed it a little bit. You veered a little left. Bro, your smart tech is no good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I went over and replaced them with, I happen to have a couple of those Casa, uh, like basically smart plugs that I had bought yeah. on a whim and they're much better, especially with Homebridge. They work great. I've had no complaints with that, so, but now I have a couple old Wemo switches that are like half bricked. <laughs> I still have a, a bunch of Wemo switches in a couple places and they, they now work entirely with HomeKit via Homebridge. <laughs> and my echoes cannot find them and it makes me so mad basically every single day but this you make a good point that i could switch them to casa instead yeah yep uh and i'm we're doing some wiring at the house this week and having some new switches put in i think only one of those is a smart switch and that's the one in my office um which is a lutron uh which i'm just starting to uh to delve into the thing that i'm i, I really want just gonna put it out there i hate lutron but continue yeah do you uh jason's oh, now swears by them. so don't like, don't complain to i Lex. guess I'll yeah, i don't hear about it dan fair enough i'd rather talk about your old mac mini <laughs> i can oblige if you want are, are we doing are we doing the old mac mini now <laughs> doing one of the doing the old mac mini bit playing the hits <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I was gonna say. This is this is a clip show. <laughs> Remember Who back in 2017 when we talked about the Mac Mini? <laughs> Let's go back there. I don't own bit. any face masks and never will. <laughs> the one thing that I'm looking forward to eventually is hoping that there is some sort of home hub that actually works as a home hub. Because I hate all the stupid like hubs you have to hang off your switch. Where it's like, oh, I have some Philips Hue bulbs that requires a wired hub, or the Lutron stuff requires a wired hub, or uh, I, th- I think some of the other stuff, too, requires like a little wireless base station that you have to plug in. And a lot of this my stuff operates on... And my ring alarm both have to do that. It's yeah, a lot fantastic. of this stuff operates off Thread or Zigbee. And uh, in theory, so what's interesting is the HomePod Mini has a Thread radio in it, but it's only supported for stuff that works with HomeKit and Thread, which is fairly limited right now. That said, Thread is a, a standard, and it seems a little wacky to me that Apple could say, yes, we'll implement your standard, but only to work with our devices. That sounds about right. I don't think they can do that, probably pursuant to the <laughs> rules of the like standards body, but I, I do wonder if some of this is setting the stage for the... Um, there's that consortium that they made with Google and Amazon, um, the Project Chip thing, the Connected Home Over IP which mm. is I've did a little digging on it. And I think stuff with that is supposed to start rolling out later this year, potentially. So I'm looking forward to a world where all the home smart home stuff is interoperable because that would make yeah. my life way easier. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, that's, that's the kind of thing that I just want as a baseline before I consider really getting into that stuff. It's not terrible now, but yes, it is very fragmented and that, you know, stuff has gotten better adding stuff like like homebridge into the mix i found it really has improved stuff uh because it it has so much support in it and i know we've talked about before but like the fact that the the open source community has been so you know like on top of adding support for things that doesn't don't normally have homekit it works really well so you know i i i like that aspect of it and i'd like to see some more interoperability that doesn't require that kind of thing Ugh, totally agreed yeah I, I still get annoyed all the time that I have to have the stupid Raspberry Pi to make Homebridge work. 
Like, yeah, yeah. If it can be done, just do it. Why? 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 Yeah. It's dumb. Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll uh, release a new Apple TV that actually works as like a real home hub or does I'm told anything. There are questions about whether the Apple TV should even exist, Dan. <laughs> there are. I didn't ask them. Some are, some are saying. Many are saying. <laughs> My question about the Apple TV is does anybody buy the larger capacity? Oh, John. <laughs> John Moltz. There's one born every minute. You can't go wrong with buying the larger capacity, Dan. You. <laughs> so much room for more apps <laughs> <laughs> john do you do gaming on your apple tv i do actually yeah a lot um i don't do that much but i have um particularly now that like i said like i've got one in my office <laughs> which is always a great place to have something that you can do gaming on you know i, I write it off <laughs> i played a number of games on, on the apple tv and and that's where i have it and, the, and like a thing i said like it, it because it's the previous generation there have been a couple games that i can't play because some of the games only play on the most recent the absolute oh, most recent they don't play on the hd apple tv you have to have the 4k apple tv in order to play them um, that's brutal which is which yeah to me i mean I, that's the, the problem with that is the, the, simply the fact that they don't introduce them often enough and don't don't seem to have a, like the best idea exactly of what they're doing with that platform i'm putting a stake in the ground and i think that i think gruber's suggestion that they will double down on making it a game device I think it's it's plausible, but I would call it an outside shot. And I think even if they did it, it would probably not be successful because Apple and gaming are just it's just two things yeah. that don't really go together. They they are not great at it. And I think I I'm very even go sending that up against the Switch. The Switch is a far more capable device. It has far better games oh, yeah. on it. Like right. I don't think that and there's just better. Yeah, I, and I, I, the uh, part that I think Gruber only touched on is that you know gaming on iPhone succeeded by accident yep. because people had their phones everywhere and like to play stuff, and it's it's a good platform. They don't have their Apple TVs everywhere, and there are better things yeah. <laughs> to right. play games on. Right? I mean, I think the argument that if you're sitting in front of a couch and you want to play a game on your iPhone. I think most people would probably still play a game on their iPhone because you don't have to go through the whole like oh I got to turn the TV on I got to find a controller etc. It's like oh I just launch the launch the app on my phone. <laughs> you know how people in America are always complaining, man, TV watching that's the hard thing. <laughs> no, but like if you're gonna play something on the TV, I think you're gonna play a, a console game. I gotta be honest. That I agree with you. I, I yes, don't think no. that you're gonna reach for the Apple TV controller. I think you're gonna reach for an Xbox or a Switch or a PlayStation controller. And I think that's a bad position yeah, for Apple I, I to be in general. In. I think in general you're right. I mean, like I have a I have a weird setup because it's the only th- device that I have in my office. And sometimes I want to try something so that I can talk about it on this show. And I do it for that reason. But that's not a, that's yeah. not a normal. I would be. I mean, use case. Apple certainly has analytics somewhere about how many people play games on the Apple TV. I would be shocked if it were Multiply enough. Multiplay again, everybody. Call yeah. meeting. Multiply. <laughs> I'd be shocked if they decided, like, yeah, there's enough John Moltz's out there that we should we should really double down on building a device specifically for them. And really, there's there are already too John many. We out already there, built actually. an iPhone 12 <laughs> mini for him. What else does he want? There might be too many John Moltz's. Uh, anyways, I, I think the Apple TV is a weird product, and I think Apple will probably keep it around, but I, I'm not sure that it's a... I think its reason for existing has gotten trickier. It, it fills an increasingly yeah. competitive niche that it just doesn't compete well in. Yeah, I agree in general. I mean, I don't, and I, you know, I think they could, 
improve the situation somehow. I don't, I, I mean, I think you'd, they would have to either partner with someone who makes a controller and sell it directly, Even you know, then. sell it more in a bundled situation <sighs> rather than just like, you can get one if you want one. Even then. Um, I but otherwise, use time. this crappy remote. I'm always amused when they talk about, here's, here's, you know, you can use this Xbox controller with it because like, if I have one of those, I'm probably going to play Xbox games. Yeah, yeah I think, well, yeah. here's the thing. I think the Apple TV, like the, the bundle of the Apple TV and a remote or a controller feels to me like the kind of thing that your parents buy you for Christmas when you wanted an Xbox and they're like, but this is just as good, right? And you're like, no, it's not the right thing because I, I just don't think that anybody's going to want it it just i mean the, but the i mean but to gruber's point i mean the fact that they made arcade and are pushing arcade on the tv as well as all the other devices i mean i i actually i've played arcade games on my ipad i don't think i've uh, i might have played one or two on my phone but not very much and i think the place where i prefer playing the arcade games if i can is on the apple tv interesting um, because it's I don't, I don't play enough and, of the arcade and the controller games. and the controller makes it actually for most of them makes it a better experience. Yeah, I, I, I don't play most of the like I check the arcade games when they come out with new ones every week, and I feel like I've had fewer that I've been super interested in playing. I was playing the the one that came out last week, which I think was called Lumen, which is a puzzle game. I played a bunch of it, and it was like this isn't bad, but it's also not the game that I would reach for. If I yeah, like. there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of those. Um, I think I have also played. I've played the ones that I've played. I have played more, you know, like oh, because it's free. You know, I mean, like I'm already paying yeah. for it, and yeah, I'm gonna that's... play it because. Um, but yeah. I, but I enjoyed. There's that the one with the little kid wandering around the island, you know, helping animals and stuff like that. That was fun, actually. I had a good time playing that. Um, and it was kind of nice in a way that it was digestible. Like I could play. I played it over a few days, and I got a good amount of play out of it um but i've also finished it which made me feel good about having mm. completed it mm. and I, mean, I liked the fact that i i could get through it in a few days and it wasn't like terribly complicated it it does feel to me like apple is missing a beat on arcade in terms of machine learning based recommendations right it should from the molses in the world be able to tell me people who have these games that you use a lot on your phone lex which we can tell because we see what apps use a lot People who play those games a lot would like these games from Apple Arcade because it just gives me whatever they're featuring that week as its recommendation in push notification form. But I wish it was like, you would probably like this one based on your behaviors. Not even based on what you've bought or downloaded previously because I download some stuff I don't like, but they know what I'm using. I think if you go to the Arcade page, though, if you go to the Arcade page, there is a recommendation thing that is based on your previous. It's based on purchases. I just want it to be based on what I actually play because I end up playing like three games on my phone. And I'm willing to mix in some new games. I'm ready, but make me do less work. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. I don't. Know. I think gaming, like I said, I think gaming they have struggled with, um, and I'm not sure that that's the right answer. And I'm not sure that that device holds up, especially when the predominant thing that I think people want to do with their Apple TV is watch stuff. And there's a lot of competitive products in that department that are if not just as good, deliver at least 80 to 90% of the functionality for a fraction of the price. And that's the, the thing where I think Apple has the biggest challenge, especially as they've rolled out their content and f- features on other platforms, right? With other platforms building in AirPlay support or uh, having the TV app available, it's a harder sell when it's like, well, the content isn't exclusive to it. And that makes a lot of sense, right? Like someone at Apple 
at some point they made a decision, right? Do you want to make more services revenue or do you want to make more Apple TV revenue? And the answer was services revenue. And that was the right answer because you can make a lot more from that than you can from selling a set top box. Uh, and mm-hmm. that's just, that's, you know, that, that's not a bad decision, uh, you know, but it's, it's also a question of why are we keeping the Apple TV around and like there's stuff that I like on it, right. That I can't do other places. I can't use fitness plus with the same level of integration on any other platform. Um, you know, you can't, if you look at photos or something on your, you know, TV, you, you know, you've got the link in there for the photos library, uh, Apple music support, et cetera, like. There's a lot of stuff in there that maybe like are edge cases, but I think the predominant thing that people are doing with their TVs is watching TV. And I think you can do that with almost any of these devices just fine. Yeah. So I'd like to see Apple go back to offering maybe even just a $99 option, but I think would be even more competitive. Even if that's still more expensive, you can get away with making it be like a premium experience. But the $150 entry level is just, it's ridiculous. So it also expensive. needs to get weight like they they need to make the USB stick shaped ones at this point. Those are really convenient once you get into that world where I can just plug a tiny little thing and it doesn't take up space in my cabinet. Yeah. Or I mean we've I talked about yeah, we talked about this before. And it seems like well they're they're also they're getting the TV app onto more and more television. Right, exactly. Right? They, so, they don't need to. So in a way, yeah. I mean, because I think before I was thinking, well, I'll strip out the game stuff and just do the TV stuff in a stick, um, but they don't even really have to do that now. Because they're basically just going to give away the app and hope that you're going to pay for the service. All right, and I would I'd be okay with that if it was still one that provided AirPlay support and stuff and Fitness Plus and whatever. It's like I can do that on a stick, but it doesn't necessarily play games. Uh, I think that'd be fine. But at some point, yeah. it felt like they also took the Apple TV and were like, "Hey, we got a bunch of these A8 processors lying around. What if we put that in a set top box and then made it be able to run essentially iOS apps?" And it turned out that does work, but it's also probably way overpowered for what it needs to be doing most of the time and while we're talking about streaming devices did you guys see that uh, roku is getting into original content creation i did see that mentioned who isn't into, into original content yeah. creation we've been doing original content creation right here since 2014 my friend yeah we just don't <laughs> connect to streaming devices very well dan that's the problem oh we could but no i mean do we need to do we need to have our own stick so. it actually yeah Yes. Uh, it, it does it obviously make sense to me that Roku would do this. Um, and it, it in some ways makes me feel better, right? Because Amazon has their own streaming device and they can use it to promote their own streaming stuff, even though it works with everybody else, Netflix and HBO and Apple, et cetera. And Apple has its device, which can focus on its stuff, but works with everybody else. And Roku was only offering everybody else. And then eventually they had like the Roku channel, which was not their own content, but just other stuff you could browse or watch through Roku. So I like Roku making its originals. It feels like it's a little bit more even playing field because everybody can have their thing that they like the most. Do you think Roku originals will be any good? I don't see why they wouldn't be if Roku has a lot of money. And I think Roku has a lot of yeah. money, although I haven't studied them very closely. That's what, well, that was my question is I didn't know how much money Roku actually has well they spend a ton buying the quibi library and people are like why on earth would they buy the quibi library they don't do original content and it was a spoiler they do have original content (laughs) i think people who listen to the show and who know us know that i I think that you need good writers and good content and like not everybody can do it but if you spend a lot of money and you are willing to hire talented people you can make good stuff oh absolutely i agree with that i i think i just wasn't sure what kind of resources i mean going up roku is a a Biggish company, right? But when you're going up against like Amazon and Apple and Netflix, they have exceptionally deep pockets. So, so Roku has a $59 billion market cap as we are speaking right now. So they should be okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Good luck to them. 
<laughs> and I'm only asking never for one billion. It. It'll never catch on, Lex. I'm only asking for one billion to make a show for them. Like I will do it, and that's fine. <laughs> like that's that's barely a drop in the bucket for those guys. One billion? That's like a that's a high percentage of their market cap. It's one sixtieth. That's that's it's decent not, amount. Not, it's actually it's one fifty ninth, but still, it's fifty nine point six one nine. <laughs> I, you, you don't get you don't get rich by spending your giving a billion dollars to Lex. Let me tell you, <laughs> you do don't you? know that. <laughs> That's true. It's never been tried. <laughs> has anyone has anyone tried? I'm not sure. I mean, in fact, know, people have gotten close. There's a cogent argument sure. to be made that states the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure anybody's gone gone quite quite up to a billion. We will write and produce for them an original rebound show. For I would be willing to say <laughs> nope. even a, even a percent like like half of a billion dollars. <laughs> if any of our podcast projects are going to be turned into a TV show, this is not the one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, a podcast about three guys in their middle aged trying so, to never mind technology. <laughs> That's the new name of the show. So technology. <laughs> it is so technology. It's very technology. That's so technology. Oh shit! Questions. I don't. We can't forget that we've got Rebound Prime members because they pay. Prime.reboundcast.com. <laughs> but not a, not like half a billion dollars. <laughs> John Downing wrote: "This is not a question, but a response to your question regarding selling merch. I would love to be able to buy a T-shirt to help support the show. I'd wear it with pride and even pants occasionally. A TPK <laughs> crossover podcast in any form would be welcome and a great member-only perk." I do have to say, I absolutely love how members are always sure to point out, if you do a nice thing, make it special for members. <laughs> another listener named John says, about the shirts, why not just a big The Rebound in the middle, surrounded by a bunch of catchphrases? I pay good money to hear those and would like to wear them too. Thank you, John. Uh, we might have announcements about shirts at some point. And then E-Man writes in, do you think there's really a big market for products such as Tile or the mythical AirTags? Mm. I mean... How much stuff do people lose in the course of a day? <laughs> I lose my anymore. glasses most often because when I take them off, I can't see where they are, but I don't see myself putting a dongle on them just so I can find them. Well, first of all, E-Man, if you like them, then you should have put a dongle on them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show, everyone. Hey! I do dun, love my dun, tiles. Dun, dun, dun. I use tiles on my keys. I have one in my wallet. I have one in my backpack. Uh, those are the things that I can never train myself to put in a consistent place. That's my own failing. However... I would love to have an Apple-made version, even though I'm sure it would not be as cost-effective. I have many tiles. The tiles work, sort of. Like, I can definitely know it's in my house, but a lot of t- I've had many tiles that don't make a noise until they're jostled a little bit when you're triggering them to make the noise, which means you have to get very close to them, <laughs> uh, which is annoying. But I can at least see that they're there, like you can find them. But I've had multiple ones where they they fail to make the noise. So if they worked great, I don't know. I don't think there's a yeah. huge market for them, but they've clearly yeah. sold a whole lot of them. They made a whole business. I, out of them. That's all they do. I, the thing is, like, I, I, I feel like I lose stuff irregularly, and it's never the thing that I thought to put a, you know, a tile on before I lost it. There's nothing that I lose on a consistent basis where I'd be like, you know, what solves this problem? Putting a little thing on this that will tell me where it is. Like, it's always some. Oh, where's that paper I put down? Or like, I, you know, misplaced something, uh, my glove or something like that. It's like I, I don't. I don't know. I, it's not for me. I will say my wife loses things all the time, and I've suggested buying her a tile, and she hates <laughs> he it. He got quiet. He got quiet. <laughs> why does she hate tiles? Well, wisely, I think he got quiet. Uh, she's not in the house. It's fine. <laughs> you still got so conspiratorial. It was great. She, well, uh, she, <laughs> if she listens she to the a, show, I don't want her to hear this part. <laughs> she gets offended when she when I'm like, you lose things, and she's like, yeah, whatever, but I find them, and I'm like, 
it right. seems like this would be easier if you could just locate it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I, she doesn't like technology. That's the, that's what it comes down to. She's yeah, resistant I got, I to got adopting Karen, technology. Karen, Karen has spend, spends a lot of time trying to find her keys, and I got her some, I don't know if it was a tile, it was something like that a number of years ago, and it was like, you know, there's an app, and you can do it, like, and, you know, sure enough, she lost that, too. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> I gave up. <laughs> so I mean, and I don't. I, I don't think. I don't think this is going to be a solution to any of these. I mean, don't. Don't. Right. I'm not going to lie. Like it would. It would make my life better in that when she asks me frequently, as she does, "Where is this? Like, where are my headphones?" And my answer is generally <laughs> because I'm an asshole. It wasn't my turn to watch them. <laughs> it would make my life easier because then I could locate them. So wait, she doesn't like technology, and you answer the question that way, and she still married you. Dan, you are clearly a very handsome man. <laughs> Something's going on for me. I don't know what it is. So, I mean, we all have things that we get annoyed about with ourselves, but I... um. I, I get so mad at myself when I can't find my keys or wallet. So the the tile has really helped me. Now, I think that part of E-Man's question could be motivated by the fact that none of us ever goes anywhere right now or we go places yeah, far, yeah, far that, that, less often. This is not the time to introduce it, it feels like. Right. And so, yeah. I mean, m- my wallet is almost always in the same place right now. My keys are almost always in the same place right now, which is great. But so I don't know. I appreciate so much that I have those tiles there. So I know like they're never truly lost. Like, cause to me, if I can't find my wallet, it's like, did I lose it somewhere right now? I know I definitely didn't, mm-hmm. but just the fact that my tile can tell me, Oh, it's right here in the house <laughs> is reassuring. Like it can be found. I ha- I, so I've taken to not carrying my wallet when I'm around the house, which I used to wear. Cause I used to have it in my pocket. Cause I might go out of the house or do something or run an errand. Now it's on the desk and I do frequently leave the house without it sometimes not realizing it and you know what mm-hmm. nothing bad has happened <laughs> that's why i don't that's why i yeah i don't change that behavior i haven't changed that behavior i keep my wallet in my pocket even though i don't go anywhere just because someday i'll start going someplace again places again and i don't i don't want to be screwed up at that point <laughs> no you know what it is is for me is like my wallet is just bulky enough that i don't like sitting down on it uh because it's usually in my back pocket and now it's just like i just leave it on yeah. the desk I don't front pocket you gotta you gotta no. d you gotta d old man it no nope. um mm-hmm. and uh and put it in the front pocket no I don't do the front pocket. Yes. Left, left pocket is phone. Right pocket is keys. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Wallet, wallet's in the front pocket for sure. Oh, God, no. No. Phone <laughs> ends up in my back pocket a decent amount when I'm standing. And I never used to use my back pocket until I had a phone. And I didn't start using the back pocket until two years ago. So I, I, I won't sit with it there. I rarely put the back pocket in the phone because I'm always worried I'll sit down on the phone. <laughs> the back pocket oh, on the yeah. phone. He said back, back pocket, pocket on the phone. Phone, phone, phone the, in the back pocket. <laughs> but the... Lime in the coconut. Eight ball in the corner <laughs> pocket. <laughs> The the thing that amuses me is I still to this day will stand up, walk around, slip my phone into my back pocket, and then be like, "Where's my phone?" <laughs> the the number one place where I go to find my phone the, is from my it's the watch. Worst magic trick! Ever. If only it had a tile on it, and then it beeps for my ass, which is fantastic. <laughs> I uh yeah I don't know I I I don't, I don't want to put my wallet in my front pocket. I will say I've sometimes done that when I'm traveling, but that's about it. I think I also just need a smaller phone. I think I need to switch to a smaller. Smaller wallet. Oh, smaller I thought you were going to say a smaller phone because no, I was going to say a smaller phone too. I was, uh, yeah. I'm happy with my phone. I just, need yeah, you, I, should, you should switch to a smaller wallet. I mean, there's too much crap in my wallet, but I, and now I've realized yeah. now that I never go anywhere, I'm like, oh, I don't need that much stuff. You don't need all those loyalty cards. Yeah. Nobody cares about your loyalty. Yep. Yeah, by loyalty <laughs> cards, do you mean my health insurance? <laughs> Is that a loyalty card? Yeah, I'm definitely not loyal to my health insurance company. 